Lock It Up Sports Talk is sponsored in part by Hoddle Services. If you're looking for a disc jockey, karaoke host, video jockey to videographer, our company can help. With over 20 years of experience, we would be happy to help with your special event. You can contact us at 226-988-2895 or visit us at our website at hodlservices.vpweb.ca. That's H-O-D-D-L-E Services. We look forward to hearing from you and helping with your special event. That's right. It's Lock It Up Sports Talk. My name is Logan Lockhart. We're on ASTV, presented by the Fine Subtle Network. And it's Stanley Cup playoffs. We're in full gear. By the way, we do Lock It Up Sports Talk every Tuesday, 1 Eastern. And you can find it ASTV. Remember, it's presented by Fine's Huddle Network. Well, Montreal Canadiens, how about this? They beat Toronto. They go play Winnipeg. They start in Winnipeg again. They weren't the favorites again. And they swept the Jets. So, first of all, this is a bit odd because the Jets sweep the Oilers. And now the Habs sweep the Jets. So, does that mean that the Habs are going to get swept next round? I And I'm kidding, of course. But I do have to tell you that in 2019, that's what happened, actually, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. There was a template for that where uh, there was a chain of sweeps that happened. If you swept someone, then you would get swept. Uh, anyhow. The point is, is this, uh, Montreal, they're a special group right now. They, uh, they're a team. They play like a team. They're locked in. But, and I'm not alone when I say this, and, and again, forgive me, and I will own up to it if I'm wrong, and everyone else will as well. Okay, so um, please, if, if you like the Habs, let me just tell you this. They haven't played anyone out of Canada all year long, and this division, we now know, is incredibly weak. Okay, this is one of the worst divisions I've seen in my lifetime watching hockey. Uh, this isn't a good division. You have, are now uh, introduced to uh, you know some of the flaws of these teams that we didn't see before. Toronto, for example. Toronto completely folded uh, after Game 4 in their series against Montreal. Winnipeg completely folded after the Edmonton series. And Edmonton folded before the playoffs started. So you have three teams that you thought were pretty good who now have terrible flaws. And Montreal's taken advantage of it and credit to them. But if Montreal's going to play Colorado or Vegas, let's see it. Right? Now, if it's Colorado, I'm feeling really good about the Avs. You know, I think the Avs are destined to go all the way to the cup final. This is a cup or bust year for Colorado. If it's Vegas... And this would be an interesting storyline because you'd have Marc-Andre Fleury playing his childhood team, Montreal. Wouldn't that be something in the playoffs? If it's Vegas, then I think that Montreal should be feeling a little better about themselves. You know, I think that Vegas right now, yes, is um, division rival against Colorado. There's something to that element that makes it a lot closer than it should be. I, I still think Colorado, the game's tonight, I still think Colorado is going to take this. And I think that it's going to be Colorado-Montreal. 
And I, another storyline there for you, that's the old Nordiques, right? I mean, that's the Quebec Nordiques versus the Montreal Canadiens. Really, if you think about it, that's who Colorado is. That's their franchise. So a lot of good storylines here in Montreal. First time they're going to the third round since 2014. People are excited. They beat Toronto. They beat Winnipeg. All right, well, let's see it against a non-Canadian team. We knew that there would be a Canadian team in the Final Four. That's how the format was set up, okay? So we knew this was going to happen. It was just a matter of who that team was going to be. And it's Montreal. It's the team that no one thought would be that one. So that that's where the element of surprise comes in. The thing, though, is that it, it's a special group right now. There's a plan. Ducharme seems to have caught lightning in a bottle with this group right now. And when Carey Price is playing the way he is, who's going to beat them? Right? I mean, it's going to be incredibly difficult. I don't care who you are. When Price is playing that way, and they're playing in front of him very well, too. Right? I mean, Winnipeg. I don't know if I should point my finger to Winnipeg or clap my hands for Montreal last night. They didn't press Price at all. I mean, there was almost no pressure. And again, am I applauding Montreal or am I saying to Winnipeg, you should be ashamed of yourself, how you came out. You were desperate. That was a must-win game. And you barely gave Carey Price any action. You got to test them, right? And that was my complaint with Toronto in Game 7. Toronto had shots on goal. Don't get me wrong, but the problem was not a lot of high-quality chances against Carey Price in Game 7, and that was the difference, right? You got to put some pressure on Carey Price, right? This You can't let it be an easy breeze. Kind of, They're going to win. I'm telling you, if, that, if that's the case, Montreal's going to go real far. They are, they're already in the conference final here. And that's another thing I wanted to address. You know, it's not really technically the conference finals anymore because it's, you know, Montreal, they're going to play a Western Conference, a traditional Western Conference team in the third round, right? So we can't really call it the conference finals. They call it the semifinal or the third round, whatever you want to call it. Either way, what we know is that this North Division, the Canadian Division, likely only one year of existence. It was this one, and Montreal will forever be the champions of the Canadian Division, right? And the only year of it happening. There's some history for you. You know, Montreal is really the only champion out of uh, this country. And, you know, that's going to – I don't know how people around uh, Canada are going to take that, but that's just the fact of it. Out of the division, it only happening one year, they're the champs. So that's the story there, and a lot of excitement in Montreal. They should be excited, you know. When, when you have a team that's the underdog in every game they play, and now they're in the third round, you know, you should be excited. But their big test is going to come next round. I would argue that the biggest test that Montreal would see is going to be in the next round regardless of even if they win the series and go to the cup final, I, I think the biggest test for Montreal is coming up pretty soon. Um, it's not Toronto. It's not Winnipeg. We have seen enough of those teams. And with the Canadian division, you know, quite frankly, I'm done with it. Um, and I'm happy it's over because it's just, it turned out to be um, just a weak, weak division. My goodness. I mean, seriously, Toronto, the number one seed, I'm looking at some of these other teams playing, the Islanders, the Bruins, Colorado, Vegas. They're playing hockey at a really high level. If those teams played Toronto, I don't even want to know what would happen. 
Seriously, I mean, these teams, and I'm going to get into it now, Islanders-Bruins, these two teams are matched up perfectly against each other. They play similar styles of hockey, and it's perfect for the playoffs. You know, and they're playing it at such a high level. And I'm thinking, what if the Islanders played Toronto? You know, what if Toronto walked into Nassau Coliseum in Long Island? I don't even know what happened. I mean, that crowd, it's something about it. It's very difficult. And with the Bruins and Islanders, now they have a, a game six coming up where the Islanders can clinch it and go on to the next round. And the Islanders have been here before. They did it just a couple of weeks ago against Pittsburgh. Same scenario. They win game five on the road. Now they can go back home and clinch the series. This is exactly what's happening now. And that building, and the game is uh, on Wednesday night, that building is going to be rocking. And it potentially could be the last game ever at Nassau Coliseum. And, and you know, game four, again, it, it could have also potentially been the last game had they not won it. And, uh, you know, good for the Islanders to keep that arena going for as long as they can. They're really stretching it out. And in a year where things are back to normal, the fans are back, you know, it's it's good stuff for the Islanders. So we'll see. You know, really, if they don't win the game, they're going to be in tough a game seven in Boston. If you're the Islanders, you can't extend this thing because Boston, are they the better team? I think so on paper, you know, and um, the Bruins are just a better version of the Islanders in a general sense. And that's no disrespect to the Islanders, but the way both teams are built, you have the perfection line on Boston, the identity line on the Islanders, and Boston's just kind of a better version of what the Islanders are. Barry Trotz, my hat goes off to him, head coach of the New York Islanders. Um, it's good stuff with the Islanders. They got to clinch it tomorrow and get it over with. There's two games on tonight on the schedule in the NHL. You start in Carolina, and this is a must win now. Tampa can advance. Tampa, you know, sometimes when you watch the Tampa Bay Lightning, you kind of just got to put your hands in the air and say, okay, well, talent's going to win out at some point. They got so many game breakers, so much talent. You know, it takes just, you know, one or two plays here and there. It, things can change in a flash with the lightning. And that's what you saw in game four. I'm thinking of Carolina. You know, I don't, I don't know how much juice they got anymore. You know, they, they seem to me like they're running out of juice. I think they got one more win in them. And I think it's going to be tonight. I think Carolina at home, you got to extend this series. I think it's going to happen um, because I just can't see Tampa Bay winning three games in Carolina, you know, three in a row. And that's what would happen if the lightning won today. Every game's been close, really. And uh, the first two games, heartbreaking for Carolina to lose like that by one goal on home ice. But that's kind of what you get with the Lightning. You know, you can play the best game that you believe you are, and the Lightning are just going to be there, and they're going to take advantage of just one little mistake. That's what the Lightning do. And it's frustrating. And whoever's going to play the Lightning in the next round, if it's the Islanders or if it's the Bruins, you know, it, it's going to be a challenge. Um, I think the Lightning should be favored against anybody in this whole bracket for whoever's left. They should be. If they played Colorado in the cup final, Colorado just won the President's Trophy, Tampa would be favored. So this is what everyone's going up against. Tampa, they weren't dominant in the regular season. Doesn't matter. 
right? Ask Montreal if the regular season matters. Ask Toronto if the regular season matters. It really doesn't. Tampa is the best team in the playoffs right now. Um, and, and that, to me, is clear-cut. It really is. Now, the other game tonight, Colorado, Vegas. Colorado is up to nothing. Vegas goes back home. T-Mobile Arena was rocking for game games three and four, and it made a difference. The crowd, the momentum, and Vegas ties the series. It's 2-2. Everyone's loving this series, and rightfully so. You know, it, it's been a good one. And it's with the two best teams record-wise in the NHL. I mean, it was one and two, Colorado and Vegas. So you got two powerhouses here going up against each other. And, you know, with Colorado, look, I mean, game two, you can make the argument that Vegas should have won that game. And if that was the case, it would have been 3-1 Vegas right now. And Colorado would have been on the brink of elimination. So here's what I was thinking with the Avalanche after they lost those two games. I'm thinking, okay, a President's Trophy winner, you know, sometimes they kind of need a kick in the butt when things don't go well. And that's what's happening at the Avalanche. You know, they sweep St. Louis, take care of them very easily, and then they win the first two games against Vegas. And now you see them dealing with, uh, you know, some adversity here. They need that. I think that's going to make Colorado stronger. And I wouldn't get too confident if I'm Vegas because at the end of the day, you don't have home ice advantage here. It's a best two out of three right now. Two of the games are in Colorado. One of them will be in Vegas. The odds are in Colorado's corner right now. So I'm still going at the avalanche. I think they need a big performance. They got to come out early. Um, I know that for the third round, if the avalanche do get there, it will be a packed house full capacity. They're almost there now. But um, you see with the Bruins, they're, they're full. Um, the Golden Knights are full pretty much. The Islanders, it's just going to be rocking tomorrow night. So, you know, you're, you're starting to see arenas here. And that's where we bring up the whole question of something we haven't seen all year. And we're about to see it. Whenever Colorado Vegas concludes, one of those teams will play Montreal, a Canadian team. We haven't seen this all year. It's been the Canadian division, and it's been the rest of the league. Now, with the Canadian division, now we know the government approved it. You can now travel. They're going to get an exemption, this team, Montreal, and the opposing team, whether it's Colorado or Vegas, will um, have an exception here where they'll be able to travel. When they travel, they're going to have a modified bubble is what they're calling it. So the team will travel, and they'll quarantine. And they'll play the game and they'll go. So here's the thing. How are the fans going to impact that series? Would it be fair to say, and I'm going to assume, again, I could be totally wrong, but I'm going to assume that there won't be more than 10,000 people in the Bell Center for the third round, right? And that would be, you know, really being generous with it. I'm just going to assume that. You know that in the third round of whoever the Habs play, you're going to be walking into a game one where that team is a full house, rocking crowd. You, they really make an impact on the game. So I think it's a valid conversation to have of how is that going to affect that series, right? I mean, it's the elephant in the room, really. You're going to have one arena with very limited capacity and another one where it's a total party in the arena of 18,000 people. So I think it's a valid conversation to have. So those are the two games tonight. 
Again, Tampa, you'd never want to bet against Tampa tonight, and you'd never want to do it in general, right? Tampa got over the hump last year, and they play with so much confidence. You're going to see it when you watch tonight when Carolina, they're, they're on the brink of elimination, you know? I still like Carolina. I think Carolina is a really good team. I think they're very advanced. They're in better shape than a lot of teams in this league right now. So I still like Carolina to get one more here. I'm going to say Tampa and six at this point. I think that Carolina can push this just a little more. And with Vegas, Colorado, you could see Vegas pull this off. And Vegas could be on a very hot streak. We can't forget that Vegas is an incredibly good team. We just can't forget that. You know, when they play Colorado, you can say to yourself, ah, okay, Colorado's better, forget Vegas. No, you can't do that, right? Now, Marc-Andre Fleury, if he's going to get into his rhythm, playing real well. So now you kind of build some momentum here on the Golden Knights side. And, hey, Marc-Andre Fleury, he's been here before. This isn't a joke to him. He reminds me a lot of Carey Price in the sense of calm, everything's okay, I've been here before, playoff series. You know, and that's a real weapon in the Stanley Cup playoffs. You're seeing it in Montreal. That is all for Lock It Up Sports Talk, a playoff preview for tonight, a recap from yesterday. That's what we do. I will see you next week. And by then, we'll know who the Montreal Canadiens are playing. That series might be underway by the time we get to next Tuesday. Lock It Up Sports Talk is every Tuesday, 1 p.m. Eastern on ASTV, presented by the Fines Huddle Network. And that is all, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for watching. Until next week, here I am, signing off. This has been an FHN production. Listen to our new shows every week on Thursdays on any podcast platform. Also check out our weekly live shows on the FHN Network and the ASTV Network on YouTube or Facebook. Thank you again for listening.